morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, mindful, maniacal, maddening Monday morning. Friends, Torch Report 351, the media purge that is now death to democracy. The implications of Tucker Carlson and Dan Bongino both having uh, left Fox News. All of that is up. We'll be talking about it because it's not okay. This is this is going the way of the Chinese. This is the CCP. This is state-ran, uh, state state-controlled media, friends, and I want to get into that. But first, let's start out with just a little bit of legal reference, shall we? Reading here from the, uh, the congress.gov website, just to refresh on the First Amendment. The First Amendment reads... Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble or petition the government for a redress of grievances. So there you have it. The First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, prohibiting free speech, abridging uh, the press. All that kind of stuff or the right to peace, peaceably. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Peaceably assemble, uh, petition the government with, with grievances. These are so fundamental. People would say fundamental to democracy, but I would say fundamental to our constitutional republic. This ability to speak freely or for the news to report what is going on, uh, what our government officials are up to, what are shady, corrupt public-private partnerships between the collusion between the government and private corporations, what they're up to. We need to have freedom of the press and free speech to speak out, to say this is not right, what's happening is wrong, and that right is protected by the Constitution in, in the First Amendment in particular here. And I think we can agree that the Constitution is the supreme law of the land, is it not? I think that we can agree this is the metric by which we are able to measure the legality of legislation and government actions. I think, you know, you and I and probably, you know, the majority of this listening audience believe that if we can't agree on some things like the Constitution is the supreme law of the land, then then we're really going to have a hard time moving forward as a United States of America. Did you notice how these words, this law, the First Amendment, it actually restricts the activities and the rights of the government, not the rights of we the people. The Constitution protects our rights from government abuse. At least that's how it was designed. And if we can't agree to that, then what do we what do we got, friends? The Constitution is supposed to protect our rights from government abuse like we know. And obviously, the liberals have successfully rebranded the Constitution into a living document. And now, you know, the living document says whatever the hell they want it to say. And the average citizen has become so overwhelmingly distracted, so woefully ignorant of their legal rights under the Constitution that right now, the government is simply running amok and running roughshod over the will of the American people, just casually tossing the Constitution straight out the window. And here's the thing. They're getting away with it. The question we should all be asking is, why are they getting away with it? And the obvious answer is because of the media. 
If you recall, friends, here recently, Torch Report 350, that would be last Friday, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we learned when we were digging in to the data and the stats on the news outlets and such that seven out of 10 people get their news from the mainstream liberal media, the ABC, CBS, NS, uh, MSNBC, NBC, CNN, et cetera, et cetera. And then less than three out of 10 people who watch cable news, they get their news from the Fox News empire. Fox has lots of different channels, but that's less than three out of 10 people. And that's let alone the advanced AI algorithmic social interventions that are manipulating emerging public perceptions on social media. You know, all of it taken together, friends, it it becomes impossible when we look at what's happening to deny that the media now controls the majority of public perspective. Just looking at the numbers alone, the majority of people are getting their perspective spoon-fed to them from state-controlled propaganda pumped out through these public-private partnerships, uh, the, the, the mainstream or the lamestream or the legacy media. So that's why they're getting away with it. And most people simply are not getting the opposing perspectives. They're not getting the information that's out there. It's a combination of apathy, uh, the propaganda, the distraction, the, of course, the state-funded censorship. So if they can take down the stories or put up little you know, notices like, notice, oh my gosh, this is misinformation, and people freak out because they've been conditioned to be afraid of misinformation. All of this together, friends, these factors culminate in a level of collective ignorance that is simply astounding. And unfortunately, very, very unfortunately, this astounding level of ignorance is actually often shrouded and even eclipsed by an equally astounding level of arrogance, however unwarranted that arrogance may be. And this ignorance and this arrogance combined accounts for the seemingly impenetrable set of opinions held by the useful idiots who are no longer capable of thinking for themselves. They do know critical thinking. They simply suckle on the hind tit of the media establishment. (laughs) I'm sorry, friends, if that's not PC or uncouth. But the fact is, the media has more or less monopolized public opinion, have they not? They've done so in concert with state censorship. There's really no distinguishing between deep state bureaucrats and, you know, uh, you know, major media outlets, you know, their board of advisors and their consultants and on and on and on. You know, there's a revolving door there. And this coming together, this monopolization of public opinion is really the single greatest threat to democracy that there is. And yet, and yet, all of those liberals who squawk about, oh, it's a threat to democracy, they're crying out for more censorship. They're demanding that anyone who speaks truth to power or tries to expose the lies, they demand they be deplatformed, that they be sued in court, or that they be threatened with arrest. All of this is exactly what's happening right now. It's not okay. It's wrong. You know, it's 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 absolutely the un-American. You know, it's not. It's it's a violation of everything that it means to be an American. In my humble opinion, friends. At any rate, you know, as the liberals are crying out for more and more censorship, you know, we see when you know Matt Taibbi he's being threatened with arrest because of his release of the Twitter files. We see you know Seymour Hirsch with his bombshell report on the Baltic Sea bombing. These people are being ostracized, they're being marginalized, deplatformed, and threatened. And all of this, friends, all of this has happened 
without so much of a peep of protest from all those old school liberal vanguards of free speech, all of those who used to preen endlessly about the sanctity of the press and the sacred duty of journalists everywhere. You know, journalistic integrity, friends, it used to be it used to be such a, 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 a such a sacred duty. I don't know what the word I'm looking for there is, but it just, you know, they they prize that it was my my journalistic integrity. I had to tell the truth and speak truth to power. And now all of that journalistic integrity has been replaced by political agenda. And as we've discussed and we've documented, this is all part of the global activist media strategy. Their words, not mine. This activist media strategy, as outlined and discussed in uh, Torch Report 329, at any rate, friends, it's been deployed for 30 years or more. And their purpose was not only to make news but to, but to alter the definition of what news is. That's their words, not mine. They're not just making news. They're, they're altering the definition of what news is. They're on a massive campaign to immunize humanity from misinformation and on and on. And now it appears that the media masters, the puppet masters, the secret hand of the global cabal, they've shifted into attack mode here. And this this whole thing with the Minion lawsuit, like we touched on last week, forcing Fox News to apologize for telling the truth. And now, you know, the parting of ways from the top two personalities, you know, Dan Bongino, Tucker Carlson, both out at Fox. You know, seeing these headlines, friends, it's disturbing to me. You know, they're they're actively shutting down the controlled opposition there, they're pruning, they're narrowing the scope of conversation significantly with both Tucker Carlson and Dan, uh, Dan Bongino out at Fox friends that there's now going to be fewer people who are hearing anything that's even remotely close to counter narrative. You know, I contend that, uh, ultimately friends, I contend that Fox news is controlled opposition, but, but that they're, and the reason I say that is because they're part of the Trusted News Initiative, you know, but Fox at least did appear to present something that was almost resembled, sometimes, you know, resembled actual news, unlike mo- like CNN and the others. But the, the, but both Tucker and Bongino, you know, they went on the air, they questioned the outcome of the 2020 elections, and that was the real reason now they are both no longer employed. So Fox is going to toe the line and they're going to do so by getting rid of the people who are rocking the boat. This friends is political retaliation. This is bringing Fox news to heel plain and simple. And it reminds me of what happened to one American news. Do you recall one American news last summer being lambasted? They got destroyed. Essentially they were ostracized and attacked and pushed out of the market for telling the truth about the 2020 elections. And just in case you haven't heard about One American News, you know, I put some a few headlines in there. Uh, OAN is being dropped for being pro-Trump and spreading misinformation about COVID-19 and the 2020 election. OAN loses appeal and failed multi-million dollar defamation lawsuit. You know, OAN, you know, faces a death blow. Fox. Far right channel, One American News officially dropped by the last major TV carrier. This is a few articles out there, but I'm, you know, can you see the pattern? I'm sure you do see the pattern. It's pretty much the exact same thing that just happened to Fox. They got scolded for spreading misinformation about the election. They got sued for defamation and they lost. In this case, you know, rather than suffering a death blow, the, the network just got cropped and had to cough up three quarters of a billion dollars in fine. The greatest, uh, media fine in all of history 
And then they lost their two most profitable top level talents. And the message is clear, friends. The message is clear. You either fall in line or else. And last summer, while all of this was happening with One American News, uh, the J6 show trials and all that, I was warning Warning, warning, warning. You know, the media is rewriting history in real time. They're recording with the J6 show trials. They're recording their own heavily edited version of the events that transpired that day. They were making the news. And I warned last summer that once they had recorded these new show trials, they could then they would then come purging the counter narrative information. Friends, is that not exactly what we see happening now? By purging One American News, by purging Fox News, you know, with the blessings of and at the behest of the state, with this happening, our entire country just lurched toward totalitarianism. This is major, major stuff. This sets the stage for really bad things to happen. Imagine, for example, a hung election and a civil war that only played out on state-controlled media. Imagine, for example, if the next catastrophic contagion that required people to lock down or get rounded up and forced into quarantine, imagine if that was only seen playing out across state-controlled media. Imagine far-right-wing extremists and militias raising hell and threatening democracy and how that might play out through the state-controlled media. With those, those scenarios in mind, friends, the possibilities are endless when the state controls the media. And at this point, the sharks, they smell blood in the water. You know, they're, they're on to this. They've got this figured out. There is already another, uh, this, this whole, okay, what I'm saying Blood and water, they got it figured out. There's already another voting software, Smartmatic. They're looking to sue Fox News for even more. But it's the same, the same pattern of suing for defamation. So there's lawsuits. They lose the lawsuits. They're losing in the public court of opinion and all of that. They're paying out absorbent fines and fees. This is all part of the process. And this is all part of the communist playbook, FYI. Uh, link a little bit later in the port, friends. But this is all happening. And it's happening to to, you know, sweep the 2020 election under the rug, keep the skeletons in the closet there. You know, the public is being told that Fox News must retract their lies in order uh, to be a media establishment in good standing. Of course, if they really want to stay with the trusted news initiative, then Fox News has to retract their lies, i.e. they have to retract telling the truth. And. Of course, you know, the lefties out there who have long festered with hatred at their arch nemesis, Fox News, I know that they're just relishing the, the moment. Like, <laughs> they got Fox News. <laughs> Fox News is liars. And I would just say, damn fools. Damn fools. You know, the liberals who were cheering for the ousting of Chuck Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, who cheered for the takedown of One American News and all of this, they failed to see the bigger picture. They fail to realize that one day they too will become the target of state censorship. The instant that they step out of line, they will be targeted for state censorship. And they fail to see how this is a gross violation of freedom. It's a gross violation of freedom of personal expression and freedom of the press and the freedom to be informed. And this all empowers state 
tyranny, does it not? Those who are cheering for the state censorship fail to see how this empowers state tyranny. They fail to see the total. They fail to see the totalian. <laughs> they fail to see the totalitarian takeover that seeks to snuff out in all forms of opposition. That's what they fail to see. The bigger picture and how bad this is. So blind are they, friends, that they fail to see how this leads to the death of democracy. And mind you, I'm using that word because they all talk about the death of democracy and threats to democracy, but they're so blind in cheering for the censorship, saying that 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 the uh, free speech is a free for all hellscape and all of that. They're so blind with their with their lust for revenge and taking down Fox News and taking down the right wing pundits. And we got to we got to uh, snuff out any form of op- opposition. And they do this through state backed oppression of free expression, oppression of a free media. Okay. And they do this in public private partnerships, you know, colluding to own, take corporate control and monopolize the media, that too. But let me ask you a question, friends, as I see the time here, what would we really know if there actually was a media blackout? Pick any subject, something terrible happens. What would we know if there was a media blackout? And I asked that question because according to Matt Taibbi, the reporter who was recently threatened with arrest for presenting evidence that Democrats colluded with the deep state to interfere with the 2020 election, that Matt Taibbi, he says today that we are, in fact, in a full media blackout in his own words, quote, an all time media blackout is in effect. We're experiencing real-time Sovietization, period, end quote, friends. How's that for calling it out? Alarmingly, but not surprisingly, this all-time media blackout is being orchestrated and perpetrated at least partially by a group of, you know, former intelligence agencies, 50-plus former intelligence agencies. Link in the report to the .gov website, friends. These are the deep state players who have jointly coordinated state censorship efforts in cahoots with private media organizations. Such is the threat of public-private partnerships. Friends, we peasants, we barely stand the chance. Our only hope is to band together and tell everyone we know that the commies are taking over the world! (laughs) And I mean that, friends. The CCP is out there making deals in Minnesota today, just FYI, in case you thought I was joking. If you want to know the future of America at what... The future of American media looks like, friends, look no further than the Chinese Communist Party. Not only are they the role model for the world, and they are, you know, what's happening in America today, friends, they're taking a play straight out of their books. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical, mindful, maddening Monday morning, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.